My name is Molly McCartney. I'm an intuitive medium, the author of the Amazon best-selling book, Empower Your Wisdom, and the founder of the Empowered Wisdom School. This show was created for women who wish to trust their intuition so they can follow their higher calling and their bliss without fear, doubt, and disempowering relationships holding them back. If you're a spiritual woman with a business or career in any field and a higher calling you've been working towards, and you want to be featured on the show to inspire others with your story, go to empoweredwisdomshow.com. For now, please enjoy today's show, and don't forget to subscribe for daily inspiration from our very special guests. Hello and welcome to the Empowered Wisdom Show. This is your host, Molly McCartney, and today we are talking about breaking the cycles of self-sabotage. I'm talking to Megan Nolan. She's a personal trainer, yoga instructor, and mental fitness coach. And um, I really like this topic because, um, you know, Megan specifically like kind of specializes or talks about the mental health stigma among spiritual and entrepreneurship communities. Um, and that's something that we don't talk about a lot. We show up online and, you know, all, all our best colors are out, all our best highlights. And yet, you know, sometimes silently, we're dealing with things, whether that's our own crises, our own grief in life, and sometimes, you know, mental imbalance, mental health um, challenges that come specifically because we're out there all the time and maybe doing too much. Um, and so I like to talk about that. But I also want to hear her uh, take on self sabotage and how that can lead into some of that stuff. If we're not in the flow, if we're not trusting, if we're not following our intuition, a lot of times our pesky little ego mind can get in there and create these uh, these kind of subconscious sabotages that keep us from moving forward into our, our kind of greatness or shining our light um, to the degree that we came to do that. So I'm happy to uh, introduce Megan. And uh, how are you today, Megan? Welcome to the show. Thank you so much for having me. It's so great to be here with you. Oh, you're very welcome. So why don't you share first what you do as a personal trainer, yoga instructor and mental fitness coach? Absolutely. So I help other purpose-driven entrepreneurs to get out of self-care overwhelm. That means figuring out a way to do all the things that you really want to be doing for your mind, your body, and your spirit in a ritual or routine that doesn't take all day, but really supports you in your big vision and in creating the impact and income and influence that you're destined for. I work with a lot of people that love to do all the things, right? The meditation and the tapping and the journaling and the yoga and the exercise and blah, 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 blah. <laughs> that can get very overwhelming. And so what I help people to do is to create a purposeful powerhouse practice. So that is a practice that weaves together the tools of yoga and exercise and mental fitness, which is essentially taking control of your mind and making it a powerful tool so that you can learn to think on purpose, move your body on purpose to keep it strong and healthy and breathe on purpose so that you can show up in that alignment as the purposeful powerhouse CEO, rather than the frantic frazzled, go, 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 go worn out entrepreneur, which I found myself in, which we'll get to, I'm sure, mm -hmm. but that's what I do. And I'm passionate about it because as I just alluded to, I've been on the other side of that and been totally flat out, exhausted, burnt out, questioning everything about what I was doing and really began to see that it wasn't working and it couldn't continue at that pace. And so that's really what I do now. And so it's been fun to support the entrepreneurial community because I believe that as passionate driven people, we are change makers and you're out there sharing your gifts and living brightly and sharing your colors, which I love that you said that, but it is, it's true. It's 
one of the things that I'm very passionate about because of my own personal experience is helping other entrepreneurs use the tools that I just mentioned to stay mentally grounded and in your center and stay happy. And, and of course that comes from the hormone balances and the movement and all of that, but it comes from that decision to prioritize ourselves so that we can show up fully rather than just give, 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 give till we're empty and the proverbial cup is broken and cracked and you're still trying to pour out of it somehow. And especially as a community, there's a lot of research that shows us that, and it came from the University of Berkeley in California, specifically one big study that studied over 5,000 entrepreneurs and 72% of the people that they asked either were challenged by ADD, ADHD, depression, anxiety, bipolar, some sort of combination of those. And so within our community, there is a prevalence of that. We're creative, we're out there, we're going after it. It's vulnerable to put yourself online, especially as a personal brand. And that can lead to challenges. And then if if maybe we we have those you know patterns within ourselves, or you know that might be part of our constitution, it's really important that we have tools to navigate that, so that you can continue to show up and shine, so that you can continue to serve, right? So it's everything is aligned, right? I mean, I teach yoga, so alignment, but it really is aligned and supportive and very intentional. Cool. I love that. I love that. Yeah, I've I've noticed that, you know, just heard a couple of stories and even had, you know, a couple of clients that struggle with kind of a split that might happen that this is something very unique to the online world. It's like you're one person in your personal life and then this character, you know, if if you have that personal brand. So do you find that to be fairly prevalent, like in, in the need to integrate those two and to show up fully and completely when you're online or when you're when you're in your business instead of having that split um that's just something i've observed i'm wondering if you've seen it and, and what your take is on that because it's very unique to our our modern times i think i love that and that's a that's a great point right and and it i see i do see that and i've noticed that in myself because we feel what we see on social media is often very filtered and curated and so we have this idea in our head that ours should be like that too. Mm -hmm. And so we're only showing the bright and shiny feathers, if you will. <laughs> Whereas on the other side of it, when the camera turns off, it can go like, and we wilt. Right. And so what we're speaking to, and, you know, sometimes this is called shadow integration, or, yes, you know, it, it's Absolutely. really, yeah, exactly. And so it really, I love that you brought that up because I do see it, but luckily I feel like more and more there's a movement towards this integration and an authenticity because I think people collectively maybe just got a little sick of the overly polished checkerboard, everything's beautiful on my Instagram feed. And we want to see you. We want to see you as you because that's where we relate. And, you know, not to say that we want to dwell in the difficulty or that you know and of course there is going to be those moments and especially on the wild roller coaster that is entrepreneurship there's going to be ups and downs and so I think the more that we can be once we've healed in a sense like we don't you know I mean you can share to whatever level you feel comfortable with but sharing when we feel like we've integrated something so that we can share so people can understand like I'm a real person 
you know, I'm a real person. This is really hard. Like I'm just launching my first book. And of course I had a million doubts and like, no one's going to buy it. What am I even doing? Are people going to read this? You know, like all of that (laughs) stuff was happening for me. Ironically, it's all inside the book, which, you know, divine cosmic humor, of course, but it is that, (laughs) that real life, you know, and we want that not the, not real, like as an R E E L, but like the real you. And that's, this is the work of the practice and this is the work of yoga and and I think entrepreneurship is that recognition that there's so many beautiful parts to you Mm -hmm. I like to call it as petals of the flower so there's many petals to the flower that is you and so it's really important that we we begin to really show up from that centered place so that it's fully reflective of who you are right rather than just like oh this is me only one one step you know Yes. flower has bloomed or whatever it's really showing people the truth of who you are but in a way that you feel safe with right yeah exactly exactly and it, it's it is that integration of identity and, and parts work essentially so I, I mm. love that and I love that everything you shared about that was is, is wonderful so so here's where I'd love to know what brought you to this work and, and it sounds like you you do know and you're authentic and and I certainly am as well that I've got my bad days <laughs> still struggle sometimes um, but what really brought you in like at the point where you were in that breakdown and you said, okay, I need to use my tools. And I guess another question is, were you always doing yoga and personal training or was it something else that brought you to that where you had that realization like, oh my gosh, I have to, I have to take better care of myself. And now I want to help other people do it. Can you share about that transition? Yes. So I have always been an entrepreneur, almost 18 years. So as a personal trainer, I've always been an independent contractor and self-employed. And so that's always been my work. And so I was already using the tools in a sense, except that at that point, about eight years ago, I got to a point when I was saying yes to everything but myself. I had basically no boundaries around like what I could do to help a person that I was working for as well, like helping her to grow her business and was just in this constant, like, okay, let's try to make it happen. Like pushing energy really, you know, got to go, got to make this happen. What do I, what can I do now? Why is this not working? And, and in that spiral. And so got to the point of overgiving that my practice for myself, because I was so tired, because I was so burnt out, was me taking my yoga mat, dragging it outside out here onto the patio and just laying there and crying for like 45 minutes. That's how bad, not bad. That's how challenging it got. And then of course the negative collective in my head had a heyday about that. Oh, some kind of personal trainer you are, you don't even exercise. You don't even do yoga. What are you even doing? You know, and all of that nonsense and those stories were just constantly berating me in my head, of course, contributing to further feelings of sadness and anxiety and doubt, you know? And so it really got to that point of, I can't do this. Like maybe I, I, maybe I just not cut out for this. Like some people aren't cut out to be entrepreneurs. Maybe I'm not, you know, and, and all of that was going on. And it really took getting to that point of flat out. I don't know. I like complete surrender. Like that's what it, you know? And so this is why I'm so, passionate about the work I do because ideally I'd like you to not have to get to that point (laughs) yes yes Mm -hmm. but you know vitamins are harder to sell than (laughs) painkillers and so it's really you know because I got to that like I was laying there and that's when I finally like 
got quiet enough to hear the little whisper in my heart that said, this isn't your path. There's more. You're a warrior. You'll find the way. Yeah. And I was like, what? It's me. Could you speak louder, please? Yeah, right. <laughs> like, send you me a bulletin a board or a billboard. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. So that's really where it, you know, and I mean, I guess, you know, in theory, it had began before that, but at, at that juncture was that first, you know, sort of burnout breakdown, if you will. And so, yeah, that was about eight years ago. And so I recognized, okay, yeah, this isn't working. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I can't do this. Like, I literally am going to break. And you know, and our body and our soul and our spirit gives us these little whispers and they're quiet, right? They're not, mm -hmm. you know, but it gets louder and louder. And that was like, it was coming in the forms of constant anxiety and panic attacks. And it just kept getting louder and louder until it got so loud that it was so loud that I was exhausted. And then it finally, like, then I heard it, you know, and I was like, okay, wow, this is interesting. And so that's why I really think it's so important that we take time to drop out of the mind and into the heart and connect to that guidance because it's always there yeah, it's right. always whispering at you right and and to you and but it's a matter of like can you hear it over the barrage of like screaming mm -hmm. <laughs> from mm -hmm. the negative committee the ego mind you know it's challenging if we don't quiet the mind and and that's the challenge of in and of itself so we could talk about that too but that's really what was the inspiration behind all of this, the work that I do, the book, my life, everything. So it's, yeah. And so during that time, it was taking, you know, yoga and the tools that you had to just taking time for that self-care that ended up kind of catapulting you into not only a fuller, more authentic calling, but also more success. Is that right? Absolutely. Yeah, it. absolutely. And a knowing, mm -hmm. you know, because I think, we can read books about riding bikes, but until you ride the bike, <laughs> you know, you don't really know how to speak to it. And I think that's, that really helped me be able to relate and connect and, and really lit that fire of passion of supporting other entrepreneurs, because I saw how it happened to me. And I saw that happening. I heard and I had the conversations and I see it, you know, and so it's, I think it really was that catapult to me knowing and owning my worth and my value enough to make it a priority, but then being able to show up in a way that was different in, a, in the sense that it was really supported and aligned with my passion, which then I think is always fuel for the fire of growth and success. Absolutely. Absolutely. And, and, you know, as, as we all know, even when we're following a calling and we feel authentically aligned with it and, and what it sounds like to me is, um, from your story that your spirit was like, nope, <laughs> like I'm, I'm going somewhere else. Like you can do whatever you want on that mat, but I'm not gonna, you need to follow me. And, and that's, you know, we say follow or, or calling. It could be a big calling to change the world or just your spirit is calling you to do these other things in your life so that you're happier and more aligned. It's, you know, it falls into a lot of different buckets. Um, mm -hmm. But it sounds like even, even when you're doing that, we still experience those highs and lows. And, and I know for me, I teach that difference between the ego mind and the ego fears and comfort zones. 
versus the intuition speaking to us. And, you know, I've got to drink my own Kool-Aid. I've got to, you know, make sure, especially as an entrepreneur, that I'm always looking at that. Okay, what's going on? What does my mind think it knows that it, you know, won't trust my intuition with? Because every time I trust my intuition, it just works out. Not only am I happier, but I see that attraction to the, you know, the, the right clients are coming, they're having those experiences, they're having the transformations. But the trying so hard, it's almost like everything gets canceled out. And then, of course, it validates the, the, the egoic fear that you're on the wrong path. So how does that mm -hmm. show up for you when, when you are you know, balancing those voices? Exactly the same way. And it, it, for me, it feels that that trying, and, and I want to qualify that because there are times when we, we show up and we do the work. You know, Absolutely. we need to little, little <clears throat> me, take action. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know, I mean, you got to write the content. You got to schedule the emails, like that sort of stuff, you know? And so mm -hmm. there's that. But it, it for me, it was really in that mentality of do, do, go. We got to prove it. We got to make it happen. You got to, you know, do this enough to make it feel like it's worth anything to people and it's valuable. And, and it felt like a very much approving energy. And that was a shift because I know that that to be the ego mind or what, what in the mental fitness. So mental fitness is the framework that I'm trained in. It's called positive intelligence is learning to recognize when we're in that push, when we're in the negative emotions, because when that's happened, typically we've been hijacked by the, the cycles of self-sabotage, which we, in that framework, we call the saboteurs. And so mm -hmm. it's the different mechanisms of self-sabotage, the different insidious ways of the mind that will tell us, oh, well, I think you should change the font again. Let's go with the font a little bit smaller. <laughs> and that'll make all the difference. Yeah, yeah exactly. For or five like, hours. You need to do that for hours. at least five hours. Yeah. Right. Or like, okay, yeah, I know you got the landing page. Yeah, it looks good. You know what? I think we should probably go over here and um, go in and like empty your inbox. Why would you, well, don't send it yet. Just empty your inbox. You know, and so like all of these like insidious little voices, if you will, the negative committee. And, and so what's happening when I begin to recognize these characters and we all have them, right? We all self-sabotage in certain ways. We all have one in common, the judge, which is often called the inner critic, but this goes farther because it's not just judging us ourselves. It judges other people. It judges the situation. Like, Oh, what, you don't know how to put on your turn signal. Like what's the problem here? You know, like all of that, that's, that's always the mind is always going to take us into that uh, gripping tight, pushing, proving energy. So that framework, learning that framework was so powerful because what's happening is your brain, beautiful, thank you so much for keeping me alive, like have a moment of appreciation, but that's what it's about. And that's why it's trying to keep us in our comfort zone. And so it's activated a different part of your brain, the amygdala, more of a stress response, right? And so that's primal. We got to stay alive. Where's the tiger? I don't know, but keep that, you know, keep that PDF over yeah, here. So it's not laugh at you. It's insanity when you really think about it, because we're right. working on those old programs that just, they're not useful anymore. It's, well, yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Absolutely. And it's, I, that's a great analogy because essentially what it is, you guys can't see me. It doesn't matter, but your phone, it has you know, imagine you were still running on that first operating system on whatever phone you got, even if you're on like a 11 or 12 or whatever, if you were still operating on the operating system, it would be all sorts of glitchy. You wouldn't mm -hmm. be opening apps. It'd be like fritzing out. And so what we're doing, the work that you share, the work that I share is essentially updating that inner operating system mm -hmm. so That's that right. you can align with your vision. 
so that you can align with your divine operating system, right? And that's what this is about because when we start to notice those characters or those ways or those voices or those feelings, that's the signal. Ooh, well, somebody else has the mic. It's not my heart, it's my head. Mm -hmm. And then we use the tools of whatever you like to do, you know, breathing, grounding, mindfulness, walking your dog, dancing to get out of your head and into your body to come back into the present moment, which is taking command of your mind, which is what we learn to do in meditation. But then recognizing that you've been hijacked by the sabotage. And then from that place of center, right? So the knowing then because you've become still, you've activated a different part of your brain, your prefrontal cortex, your higher mind, then you decide, okay, what should I do now? What should, what inspired action should I take? And that might be having a nap. Mm -hmm. Yeah. That might be going and cleaning the junk drawer, but probably not. It's probably something more like, you know what? The PDF is ready to go. Somebody's ready to see this. It's time for me to send it out, you know? And so it's that higher mind, the wise warrior within that has the answers that we want to live from. So that to me has been the, one of the main, in addition to yoga, one of the main mechanisms for catching myself. And, you know, it's, I'm not by any means, <laughs> I'm stronger than I was before, but I mean, it's always a process. Sometimes we catch ourselves quickly and sometimes we're like, three hours later and we're still pissed off about something and we're still talking about it and we're still <laughs> about it you know and it's like we catch ourselves and that's that's the practice that's yeah, the practice that's you it. know and we just keep coming back all right try again <laughs> yep I think I heard an intuitive describe it once it might have been Sonia Choquette um as she said it's like training a little puppy dog like you guys I, like yeah. a little puppy like and it's always going to misbehave so if you just go you know make sure you're training it all the time and you know, I think of it like that and or, yeah, just kind of stepping back and not taking those patterns, those old operating systems so seriously, like noticing them, watching them, they're happening, they, they're always, they're never going to go away, you can't kill your ego, so to speak, but you can mm -hmm. notice it and say, all right, I can choose which part of myself is is making my decisions right now and 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 framing this this life that I'm living. And I think that's a, a, some wonderful points you just made about that. So it is uh yeah i love talking operating systems in the brain because <laughs> i think of our human body as like a, a space suit you know it's like this yeah. space suit that our spirit wears that we get to explore this earth with and it's got an operating system it's got you know this you know texture we need to take care of and um mm -hmm. all the parts and everything so we could go on about that but you you mentioned your your success um you know one of your biggest brightest moments was sharing the stage with with some thought leaders um Jack Canfield, Joe Vitale, um, you know, what was that like to, to feel, I mean, if I had, you know, that kind of moment, I'd be like, I've kind of arrived, you know, like in a way, you know, and it's a continuation, of course, we're never done, but how was, how did that feel for you to, to be able to step on that stage and, and be called a thought leader yourself and share yourself to that degree? It, it felt really, really freaking amazing. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> nice. Yeah, that's congratulations. That's wonderful. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah, no, I appreciate that. And yes, so the little backstory was a few weeks before I entered into my very first ever speaking competition and I won. Oh, and awesome. part of the prize. Thank you. Yeah, part of the prize was the opportunity to speak on that virtual stage. So 
it was put on by the Los Angeles Tribune, which is a newspaper here in the U.S. It's a, you know, pretty, it's, I think it's like one of the oldest newspapers, one of the only ones still around doing okay. Um, and they put on an event focusing on the book, Can You Really Think and Grow Rich, which was written by Napoleon Hill back, I believe, in the 60s, which is is very much considered to be one of the books that initiated this whole intentional living, living your life by design, using your mind. And and so it's very much, you know, an influential book. Mm-hmm. And so that's what it was focused on. It was focused on the teachings of Napoleon Hill and the books and in, in that book specifically. And so they had incredible speakers from all around the world, Les Brown, Jack Canfield, and, and a variety of others. And so because I had won my spot, I got to speak on stage, on the virtual stage with them. And thank goodness it was virtual because guess what I had at the time? COVID. Oh, no. <laughs> I know. <laughs> and I'm so grateful. I was like two years in and I'm like, okay, I'm doing good. And then I'm like, oh no, what's happening? Oh, and then it was luckily it was virtual, right? And I also live on Maui. So, but I mean, of course I would have flown for that, but um, it was really incredible. And initially they told me that I was going to get interviewed. And still, I was like, this is amazing. I'm totally, that's amazing, you know. And then I guess they heard my speech that I had won with, and they gave me a full 10-minute solo spot. And my coach had told me to be prepared for that just in case. And so thankfully, I had, because I was like, oh, wow, okay, yeah, I'll do it. You know, they asked me minutes before, and I was like, whoa, this is incredible. And so when we were on live there was almost like i believe a thousand people live and then of course they sent it out on their channels and so potentially thousands of people got to hear me speak and to me that my soul it was just so grateful because i was sharing about these tools i was sharing about the power of the pause because in there he speaks very intentionally about connecting to our truth and getting grounded and so for me that is the power of the pause, pressing the pause on the go, 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 and coming back to your center, which we've been speaking about. And so it was an absolutely incredible experience because it's part of the movement that I'm creating. I want to create a movement about and of people, specifically entrepreneurs, that live from their center and are sharing and are creating their own ripple and creating their own impact because they come from that place. They have awakened the warrior within them and they live from that place. And as we know, you know, like if you think about it, when you do your yoga poses and you're standing on one foot and sometimes you get a little wobbly and just like in life, we're gonna get wobbly, right? Like we've been speaking to about the the hijacking in the mind, we come back to it. And that's what this is all about, right? It's just that recognition and return, recognition and return. And ultimately to go back to where we started, the integration of all of it Mm -hmm. so that it's who you are, who you're living as. And so that, you know, you're kind of showing up from that place. And so, yeah, it was pretty awesome. I was really really excited. (laughs) Yes, I bet. Kid in the candy store. Oh my gosh, the dream, the dream is here. And, and so, you know, those moments, um, and you're also writing a book. I know I just wrote my first book last year and, you know, I know what a big undertaking that is and then launching it Mm -hmm. and, and, and getting it out there. Um, you know, the call, the journey of following a calling has those highs and those lows and the, 
it has mm-hmm. those moments of yes, I, I'm I'm on it. This is absolute, uh, you know, validation that I'm on the right path. And then there's the times where we can't quiet the mind, or we've got those sabotaging thoughts happening. Um, and you mentioned for you stepping out of your comfort zone over and over again to expand and follow the call to the greatest degree is one of your challenges that you still face. Um, and I love how authentic and, and we are on this show because that's what's important. We're not, nobody's ever done. I always, I always tell my clients, if you meet someone that says they're enlightened and they're totally done at like run, <laughs> because that does not exist. <laughs> you know, even, even the wisest of, of people on this planet have their moments that they're angry in traffic or they're struggling with yeah. a relationship or speaking their truth or something. So, um, right. can you share how that affects you, uh, lately, you know, you're starting to move out of your comfort zone again with your book and everything, because I'd love to offer some inspiration for you, but I'd love to hear it from, you know, kind of in your words first. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, I know. I, I agree with you that always I'm like, no, <laughs> because the wisest of people won't tell you stuff like that because they're so wise that they're like, no, it's a process. <laughs> It's a process. You know, and so ongoing. that's a cue. <laughs> if yes. somebody has the be all and end all solution, just back away slowly and say thank you. Um, <laughs> my my suggestion on that, which has been a learned experience for sure, is I notice those cues and I notice that resistance, if you will, as an opportunity to take a step back, come back to center and recognize, ooh, this is a growth edge. This is where I can begin to expand. It's showing me where I'm still hooked on the old story, where the saboteurs are like, no, don't do that. You know, they're protecting the boundary of the comfort zone and that's when they're throwing up all the nonsense. And so that's, for me, has been you know, and sometimes, as I mentioned earlier, sometimes I can catch it. Oh, it's happening. Okay, step back. And sometimes I've been like, and it takes a minute, you know, but I catch it faster. I come back a little quicker, you know, and so it's, it's a process for sure. And so to me that those moments are ones to witness yourself in and, and decide from that place of connection from that wisdom within as the warrior self, okay, if this is happening for me, that means it's necessary for me to get where I want to go. And so that's awesome. yes. it's a perspective shift. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. That's, that's a great point. And uh, something that can't be stated enough that those challenge points on the road to quote unquote manifesting what you want. It's like, well, you asked to get what you wanted. So you need <laughs> to go through this so that you can have that full experience. Otherwise you'll, it'll be lost on you. So I totally exactly. understand that. Um, and and just to, to go into a little more kind of detail, um, I drew a few cards for you, if you don't mind me sharing. Yay! Yay, awesome. Yeah. <laughs> well, very good. So you have, um, you know, the Vision Quest Reverse is my first card that I pull. And it's crossed by the part of you that is a manifester, like the, the magical part of you that's really good at you know, dreaming up and and planting seeds. So my interpretation of this is that maybe there is like, I don't know if it's working on the allowing part a little bit more. (laughs) And we mentioned the pause, but there's also the receiving and the allowing. So wherever that is happening for you, um, just make sure that you take even more breaks than you already are 
to kind of let the magic, it's almost like letting it stew. Does that make sense? <laughs> like, totally. I was, I a hundred percent, even this morning I was thinking, cause I'm going to an event next week and I was thinking about what my intention will be. And I literally said to myself this morning, I intend to open my channel to receive <laughs> yes and allow yeah so apparently I was spot on so thank you for that reminder. <laughs> you're welcome <laughs> yes exactly it's um it's 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 we we get like that I mean I I do too it's like well I've got now I've gotten I've manifested manifest it's funny that word it's like I'm attracted mm. manifested I've, I've aligned you know it's it's mm -hmm. like I've aligned with the life force energy that's brought this wonderful stuff to me that I dreamed of 10 years ago five years ago and now we need to plant more seeds. Well, it's interesting if we try to force it, we might plant things that we actually like in five, 10 years aren't really gonna want anyway. So I think there is that intuitive planting that that can happen and like, all right, stop and like coast for a little while and let it come to you. Um, mm. So yeah, I, I feel like you've you've come out of a time of great balance, balancing your own emotions and and learning kind of boundaries around that. And now it is time to explore some secret desires or hidden desires that you didn't quite have or you didn't quite have time to explore before. And I feel like this is more personal life stuff, things that you want for your own life, because your work is your work. And it's that's the part where you can just like, yep, all right, I'm I'm on I'm on the train and the train is, you know, I've got to feed the, the coal every day, but I'm, I, I'm not going to have to, like, start it all up again. But wherever you're at personally, um, exploring those desires would be wonderful. And the more intentional you can get about that and, and kind of taming any worries or fears around that, um, that's going to be what helps you the most. Because um, there's some maybe grief that needs to happen or letting go of some things that no longer serve you to move to the next part of the journey. Um, mm. Do you know what I'm, what's coming up here? <laughs> totally. Okay, yeah, good. that makes sense a lot because I do feel that there is, with everything with the book and, and all of that, there is a really powerful momentum, but it is what I've been really leaning into is why I did this and what it's for and how much it's, as much as it's to create an impact and to serve and share these tools, it's for my own healing and acknowledgement and that that integration and love and so yeah totally spot on for sure i love that wonderful well i've got the light worker card and the rainmaker uh, together and your hopes and fears so if there's ever any doubt that you came here to make a difference with your story and and with the work that you do just know that you you came in with a lot of healing tools and a lot of healing energy but you've learned a lot along the way so if it ever feels off or not right it's just like well how can i use these differently how can i combine them differently or maybe again put some on the shelf for a little while um, you're always going to be able to get through those obstacles so just validate that to yourself more often and i see the the soul retrieval that you're doing through this process of shining your light is breaking a curse breaking a negative mm. curse usually those negative thoughts and, and self-sabotage that the, is the theme of the show um come in from childhood a lot of times and or sometimes other lives so wherever that is just know every step you take in the right direction is to you just said it to heal that inner child and at the very end i've got the inner child and the need <laughs> to be grounded oh yes. <laughs> that that that's counsel so yes the inner child this one part and then the counsel this listening to your heart and this the the wise part of yourself you can remother yourself you can become that wise woman that you always have known yourself to be and and the part that wasn't recognized when you were young 
I'm crying. Thank oh. you. <laughs> oh, big hug to you. Big hug. No, I, in such the most beautiful way. In the in the feeling seen, feeling validated, having that through come through you in such a clear way that is exactly what I've been experiencing, exactly what I share in the book. But just to have it be reflected back is just feels so, so beautiful and so supportive and loving. So thank you. You're crying so in a really welcome. good way. Yay, I love happy tears. <laughs> I'm all the clumps. I love all the tears, but happy tears especially. So you were yeah. you were so welcome. It's a joy. Um I'm I just I just say what I get. So I am the yeah. messenger and I'm uh, honored to to be here today with you. So thank you for sharing yeah. your light today on the show. Thank you so much for having me. It's been really fun. What a beautiful conversation. Thank you. Uh, absolutely. Absolutely. So where can people find you if they'd like to connect with you online? Yes. So a couple of places. If you want to dive into the book, you can go to the warriorsjourneybook.com and that will lead you to it. So you can take a peek at that because if you enjoyed this episode, you will definitely enjoy the book. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> and then, yeah, let's come over and hang out on Instagram. I got all sorts of fun stuff dance moves, tools and tips for you to integrate into your life. I have a really cute dog who makes appearances quite a bit and people seem to love him. So he's on there too. And so that is, I am Megan Nolan. And that way we can get connected over there. I'd love to hear your takeaways from the episode and, you know, feel free to tag us and do a little screenshot and tell us what landed for you. I'd love that too. That would mean a lot, I'm sure to both of us. And so, yeah, those places would be awesome. Awesome. Thank you so much, Megan. Yes. And thanks everyone for listening. We will catch you next time. Hey there. I hope you enjoyed today's show. If you'd like to hear more from our wise and wonderful guests, make sure you subscribe for daily interview content. And here's three ways I can help empower your wisdom for free. Number one, grab your copy of my Empower Your Life workbook. It will help you honor your inner voice, make way for new visions, and live with intention. Go to empoweredwisdomshow.com forward slash workbook to get your copy today. Two, if you're a woman with a well-established business or career and your intuition is nudging you to go in a more spiritual direction, we want to interview you on this show. Head to empoweredwisdomshow.com. Three, listen and subscribe to our sister podcast, The Empowered Wisdom Hour, for free teachings, guided meditation, and channeled wisdom to help you thrive. You can listen on Apple, Spotify, and most major podcast platforms. At Empowered Wisdom Coaching, we help intuitive, spiritual, and high-achieving women who feel disempowered by self-doubt and relationship patterns realize their power and go for what they want without holding back. If you're ready to release doubt, fear, and disempowering relationships so you can follow your calling and your bliss the intuitive way, book a call to see how I can help. Go to mollymccartney.com forward slash chat.